amen and amen. I'm going to release what's in my spirit for you. And thanking the Lord for this year and all that is done. And what is about to release in the new year. There's, it's, um, it's a weighty word. But if you get it right, you're going to dance. There's something about this word I've never preached before. We've never announced this before in the church or in any of our settings. But there's something about this word that if you pay attention and really understand what it is, your life will accelerate like, like never before. I want to say it one more time and so that you can get some in, just a little bit enthusiastic. Your life's going to accelerate in 2022. Your life was in holding for a long time. Is there anybody going to agree with me and see exactly what I'm seeing? Because I, I feel like, you know, for many of us, we have, we've been in a place of holding. And you know what is really tough about it is that sometimes you don't, you, you're praying, but you're not getting answers. And you're not even eventually, eventually even thinking like, you know, it's like sometimes you're thinking, am I even praying accurately? Am I, is God hearing me? It's, it's, been, it's been tough spiritually. Is anybody going to be honest with the Lord tonight and say, Lord? It's been a tough journey. It's been very, very tough. It's been tough terrain to, nav to navigate. And, and what happens to you as a, as a born-again believer is that you, you need to know that God, everything that we know right now, you know, is not all there is to know. As you walk with God, you'll find out more and more revelation on the road. God doesn't give you everything. So, so many words we've received and the year of the raw, I had no idea it would do what it did this year. It was, it was some crazy stuff. But I mean, I just, I went with that. And so, this year, seeking God's face again. It's, it's this year of recompense. And, and I, need to, I need you to understand it in that because, you know, you might not get all excited because you might be taking in some notes and some, some new things that you've never heard before. Because I've had to pay attention to um, what the Lord has been speaking and gone and done some deeper study so that we can shift God's people into what God has got for them for the new year. So, you can't have faith for anything you've not heard. So, preaching becomes your number one thing, is that you need a preacher in your life that would be able to give you a, a now word because you are fighting, and in this generation, some intense battles. Some things that you're faced with, you've never seen this before. The kind of stuff that we need from God, it needs wisdom. The Bible says that, you know, through the church age, the manifold wisdom will come through the church to deal with principalities and powers. And so, you and I need to pay attention 
to the word we receive. Because it's the word that's going to sustain you. And what we do is I spend a lot of time trying to get the picture right of what the Spirit of God is saying so that you can understand the picture. Because whatever the picture is that you hold up in front of you or that you keep ahead of you is going to have power over you. So I've laid it out with, you can see a courtroom. Um, in one of the others as well, you can see, you know, there's the scale of justice. And then there is the books that we've got on the other one because there's something about us having to really understand the books and the book. Because you can't go as we're dealing with this recompense and you receiving the payout for all the hell you've been through. You can't, you can't go crying to God. I'm just, it's like everything's just shifted. It's, you're going to have to go and present your case. Because the God that you're going to be introduced to, some of you have never ever heard of this God. The side of God that you've not experienced before or known before, you're going to have to know now. Because He is the God of recompense. But you're going to have to know Him differently. So the Bible says in Daniel 11 and 32 that it's the people who know their God. They'll be strong and they'll do exploits. So there's something about you knowing God. I mean... If God only responded to needs, if God responded to needs, then there's something wrong with the world because we have too many needs. God responds to accurate cases presented to Him. You're going to discover a God that is a judge, that, is, that has courtrooms. 2022. You're going you're to be introduced to a God on, on, on a different level of an understanding that is going to be for the matured. I just want to say, let's, let's just say it up front. I'm, I'm trying to put it out as best as possible, but I'm trying to help you understand that you, you're going to have to stay tuned in because you're going to hear stuff you've never heard before. You're going to be introduced to a part of God you've never seen before, and you're going to have to respond to that in a different way, like you've never done before. So in Isaiah 34 and verse 8, this understanding recompense, there are a couple of words that is going to come together for you and for your family. Um, many people have been in holding and they don't know why they, in a spiritual ditch in many ways, don't understand it. And, and for me, it's been that way, but I know God enough that when I stay, even in my valley times, or even when I can't see anything, I know that I must stay with Him because somewhere He wants to reveal something to me. So when God is silent between the Old Testament and the New Testament, it's 400 years of silence. That means the next thing that God's going to say to you is really important. Because what does He do? 
He gets your attention. Because before, it's like, oh, God's blessing us. There's the breakthrough. There's the contract. There we're moving. It's all just, it's good. But when things, you know, when things in your environment is not right, you're almost sitting on the edge. Okay, God, what do I need to know? So God trained you up in the wilderness that He didn't give you everything that you need. You had to get up every morning to go and find manna because it was the revelation for the day. So when you're speaking about the Our Father, give us this day. It's not just one day. It's the revelation for the season you're in. So the revelation for the season we're coming into is a little different. little different. And we've not preached this before, but let's go. We're going to help and get some understanding. For it is the day of the Lord's vengeance. The year of recompense. For who? For the cause of Zion. That means God's got a, a, a timetable. God's got an agenda. He's got a prophetic agenda. And He's working on His stuff. I know that you're listening to Fauci all the time. But God has got a, an agenda. <laughs> so as we bring in what God wants done in this generation, um, this message of vengeance before we can even speak about recompense, we heard that he's both the God of vengeance and recompense. He, 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 the reason why many people are sitting in a place of where, do I say it now? Okay. Let's lay foundation. Much has been happening in the world that is ungodly. I don't know if you're aware of it. I truly hope you are. There are many things happening in the world that is unrighteous, that is unholy, that is wicked, that is perverse, that is twisted, that is immoral. There's a whole bunch of things happening in the earth realm that is affecting so many people's well-being, income, health, whatever it is, families. It, it's, it's, it's wicked. So scripture is very clear. And you as a born-again believer and a kingdom citizen should know that the whole world is under the sway of the wicked one. You should be informed on a whole different level. Because you get revelation. You don't just have information. You don't just take what comes from the news and believe what they say. You go to another source. I don't know if, am I, the, am I preaching to me alone here? I mean, i got to go to God and say, well, I'm listening to what they say. And I hear what they say, but what do you say? Because you get informed on another level. You are spirit. So you can get a download from heaven. Is anybody with me today? So, so they're making laws that, 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 are, that, are, that are unjust. And, and here's the thing about what we need to know. Is that in the world right now, none of them are being held accountable. We're hearing of many sad stories. We've seen the burial of friends. I mean... You're finding out that whatever these people are doing, you're not allowed to hold them liable for one thing. You can't take them to a court. It's unjust. And what that has done for many people, even though they feel, you know, they were coerced into, into taking, you know, a jab or 
whatever they, and then they get, you know, get dismissed from their jobs for either not taking it or taking it and still getting dismissed and the company still closes. And there's no place for recourse. There's no place where you can go back and say, well, I'm taking it to the courts and I need a payout. And what it's causing us to do is to teach the church, and that's what God's wanting us to know, is where there are no earthly courts that can deal with your case. We have a righteous judge in the heavenlies that is ready to hear your case. Someone's going to hear me. You've been held back for many years. You've been sitting back because of many other reasons. And here's the thing, here's the thing. The church has gotten onto what we call the victim seat. Now please hear me. They broke into my house. They stole a TV. I put in my claim. They approved the claim. I got a new TV. It's no problem. I mean, I would like to have these guys have been caught, but okay. What was stolen was restored. I found some sort of justice. Now, imagine I was paying insurance, and now they break in and they come back and they say to me, well, based upon X, Y, and Z, we find that you're not, you, you don't qualify for this. I would be standing and fighting my cause before them because they're acting unjust to me. Are you with me? Now, if I don't get an answer, I can move from being a victim of whatever's happened to me to actually having a victim mentality because now I don't find a way out. I'll explain it to you. When whatever the world is busy with, you need to acknowledge that there's something wrong. There's something wrong with the world. And I'm saying this to you. A lot of what we know, we're not going back to it. The world has changed forever. The Lord gave me a word for you. I'm going to read it out for you the way God gave it to me at 2 o'clock this morning. So you now need to discover a part of God, this God that you've never known before, is coming to show up. Because when unjust laws in the natural don't take care of you, then you've got a Father in heaven. He's a righteous judge. His name is Elohim. So that is, Elohim means a righteous judge. Psalms 103, verse 6. And I want you to see the character and the heart of God over your home, your situation, so that you can understand some of this. Psalms 103, can I go to verse 1, please? Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. David says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Now you're coming to the kingdom, and there's a benefits package. And it's beautiful to watch the benefits because we're watching people healed, being healed in their bodies. Somebody say amen. Uh, people forgiven of their iniquities. Somebody say amen. Because it's part of the benefits package. I'm in the kingdom. I get forgiven of my sins. He forgives all your iniquities. Who heals all your diseases. You are healed by the stripes of Jesus. Let there be a big shout and an amen in this church. Somebody say it's part of the benefits package. You've come into a place of receiving benefits. And then he redeems your life from destruction. Where your life should have been destroyed, he redeems you. 
Everybody said amen in this church. And then he goes at the end of the year and he crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Is anybody going to be thankful to the Lord for that? It's a part of God's nature and it's the part of the God that you serve that gets you to enter into a different package deal. This is part of the deal. Then he says, who satisfies your mouth with good things. Did you have a good Christmas lunch? I'm just saying that's one of them. So that even as you're eating the right food, your youth is renewed like the eagles. I mean, some of you need to know and get rid of this age thing. You know, how old are you? What's, the, what's that? Oh, I need to stop just here. Just a little bit. Because you're stressing everybody out with that number. You keep chasing. Look at your neighbor saying, I see you are getting older. Oh, you don't want to say it. I'm telling you to say it. Tell your neighbor, I see you getting older. But you're not aging. Now clap your hands. I'm going to give you a story of Abraham today and teach you what recompense. I want to slot this in now before I even get there. Sarah was, they were waiting for the baby. They were journeying, 75 years old going. She was 10 years younger. They were journeying another 10 years on their journey. Sarah's, okay, so she's 75. And the king is after her. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, You're at your mooi gemaakt. When you come into the kingdom of God, you need to understand you can't come with numbers here because you're counting like the world. And that's foolish. You're getting younger. And see, if Sarah can have a baby at 90, Pastor he must watch out. We're coming. That's for the 31st of December. I just want to prove a point. I'm just like, I just want to prove a point. The Lord, here's what you need to, we need to go to. The Lord executes righteousness and justice for who? All who are oppressed. So there is a system for anybody who's not getting an answer in a natural court. Or there's unjust laws. Any place where unrighteousness exists and oppression is, then God says, I've got a system that you can come to my courts and we can deal with your case. Some of you need to put your tissues away because we're going somewhere. So, Psalms 89 verse 14, and you need to see this is another part of your God. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Mercy and truth go before your face. So where God is seated, its foundation is built on justice and righteousness. So when you call on Elohim, he's the God of justice. Here's another name you've never heard before. It's found in Jeremiah 50, 
1 verse 56. So you know his name is Elohim. Some of you know that. But let's keep going. Here's a name you've never heard before. Because the plunderer comes against her, against Babylon, and her mighty men are taken, every one of their bows is broken. For the Lord is the God of who? Of recompense. And he will surely repay. That name recompense is Jehovah Gamola. His name is Jehovah Gamola, the God of the recompense. That means he'll come and he'll repay for everything that has oppressed you, everything and anybody that's messed with you, everybody that's harassed you, where the devil has messed with your time, your education, your marriage, your family, your name. I am telling you, there is a payback coming. Jehovah Gamola is about to rise up and he's coming with payday. Come on. Everybody shout amen in this church. So Jehovah Gomola is a name that came out of a prophecy against Babylon and reminds the Israelites, the people of God, that God will punish the Babylonians who brought misery to the people of Israel. So God is busy and He is the God of recompense. He's the God of justice because He is Elohim. He is the God of recompense because He is Jehovah Gomola. So, if anyone has experienced injustice or unfair treatment by others, the Bible is full of examples of the vengeance of the Lord, where God avenges His people and restores their honor and all that the devil has stolen from them. There are visible and invisible kingdoms, known and unknown kingdoms. This is Pastor Pascal, he shared this with me. As you become born again through your belief in Christ, knowing that He died for your sin, and you confess with your mouth you are saved, right? Now you belong to the kingdom of God, and you now become an extension of God in the earth. You call what the Bible calls an ambassador. I'm here to represent Christ. I'm here, I, I, I got born again, I then, God said, come out, leave the company you're working for. Come and do this for me. I said, yes, sir. I mean, after so many months. And I took on my assignment. If there's anything, here's a thought. If there's anything in the earth that has got power enough to stop me from fulfilling my purpose in the earth, it's not my fault. You can't come take me to heaven and God tell me why I didn't fulfill my assignment. If there's anything, any organization, any person, if there's anything strong enough in this earth to stop me from fulfilling my purpose, then God cannot, a just God cannot hold me accountable. You're going to get it. You came into the kingdom of God. You're an ambassador for Christ. You're on assignment in the earth. So anything that happens in the earth that is impeding you, that is stopping you from moving forward, that God can't deal with, we all have a problem. And you can't blame me. Because I didn't call me, and it's not my strength, it's not even my ability. So there must be something that God has got for us in a moment like this that deals with justice 
fairness, righteousness, vengeance, and recompense. This is the God that you serve. So you literally represent and become like Jesus on earth because as He is, so are we in the earth. Listen now. Any form of attack, threatenings, opposition, oppression, or machination which comes against you as an ambassador, an ambassador by any entity, both spiritually or physical, is regarded as a direct attack against the kingdom or the country you represent. Do you represent Christ? Then surely we have a problem in the atmosphere. Because if anybody is not being able to can fulfill their assignment in this earth, wherever you are, you're struggling financially or in your, in your body or mentally or relationally or there's no resources, then heaven's got the problem. Not just me. Because I never called me. I came here on assignment and so did you. So, this means a statement a lynch, sabotage, threat, termination, or condemnation attack against you draws the battle line between heaven and that coven light and that darkness. Righteousness and whichever form of wickedness. So it means, so there's a war. So you stopping me from becoming what God has called me to be from my mother's womb. We have a problem. We are in a war, and many people don't realize it. So subsequently, as an ambassador of the kingdom of heaven, the entire host of heaven's army is authorized to defend and to contend on your behalf as long as you demand for reinforcement through, the, through prayer. Acts 4, 29 lets us know, And now, Lord, behold their threatenings, and grant unto your servants, that with all boldness they may speak the word. They were threatening them. You can't preach. So Zion's cause has got to stop because there's an entity in the earth strong enough to stop the church. The, the church is the most powerful entity in the earth. And there is no way in the last 2,000 years with all the fight and struggle that the church has been through that the church stopped. You're part of an entity, the most powerful entity in the earth. It's unstoppable. I mean, they got threatened right at the beginning. It's written. Lord, look at their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. By stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your servant, the Holy Servant Jesus. So there's a war going on. And a lot of it's got to do with the fact that you see, if, if I can't preach this gospel, the world's in trouble. Let me tell you how it ended with Noah. When the Lord looked down on the earth, they had mated with giants in the earth. And their offspring could not be saved. They could not ever receive the gospel. And any time the world's gone to a place of where you become other than what God created you to be, and it becomes a weird place, and that's how we know that the end is near, is because in the earth, if anybody is controlled by anything other than what God originally intended them to be, they can't receive the gospel. It means no matter how I preach to you, it's, 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 it's like you're controlled from a different source. 
So no, that person's heart can never change. And the, that's what happened with Noah. And the Bible says, the God says, I regretted that I made man. And because of that, God said, now let the floods come. Noah, build me the ark. Put the people, put your family in the ark. And we, we're going to float this boat. Because no matter how you preach to them, they could never receive the gospel. Are you with me? So the world's in a real strange place. It's almost like you can feel something's different. And so when you, when you come into this, this moment, um, let me say it. They, they can't fulfill their plan while the church is here. No matter, Psalms 2 says God looks at them, He laughs at them. He says they're plotting a vain thing. Because the church is the place that God has got the anointing, his sons and his daughters on. And even if you had, were forced to take a, a jab or you're feeling sick, I am telling you now, communion even tonight will flush everything out of your system because you are born of God. Are there any believers in the house that can believe that God is a healer? That the Bible says you'll take up, they'll take up uh, anything deadly, but it will not harm them? So let's understand vengeance. Vengeance is, write this down, Dr. Winston says, it's a necessity of punishing offenders proceeding from a love of justice. So God's throne is a throne of righteousness and justice, and God loves people. That's the reason why when you get born again, God hates the sin, but He loves the sinner. How do you fix that? Because God's a just God. How do you fix it? You can turn it off. Thank you. How do you fix that? You put the punishment on Jesus. So that the sinner can go free. Because God's a God of justice. So, listen, grace is, salvation is free. It wasn't cheap. The price was paid for it legally. So you became righteous and God receives your prayer. Not because you're so good. It's because legally Jesus paid the price to make you the righteousness of God. That thing, it's all legal in heaven. You come in there legally, not because of you, but because you received what God did for you through His Son Jesus. Are you with me? So don't believe that in heaven it's just like, whatever. No, no, no. It's foundation is righteousness and justice. Legally, Jesus paid for every one of us to go free. And you're going to clap your hands right now and thank the Lord. So when you're dealing with vengeance, it's a necessity of punishing offenders proceeding from a love of justice. It's not God's desire that anybody perishes. It's not God's desire. I mean, God's not winking at sin. When you speak about we are justified because His throne is a foundation of his throne is righteousness and justice. Justified means just as if you've never sinned. Righteousness means right standing with God. It's all legal. It's not like it was just tossed out there. Why do we walk around thinking that it wasn't paid for the proper way? Jesus did that. We can legally stand to our feet and when we pray in a nation, God hears why. Because his foundation, the throne is righteousness and justice. 
So, here's what you need to write down. This is powerful. If offenders go unpunished, we remain victims. And when I don't get justice, and I stay in a place where I can't find, you know, someone's offended me or whatever's happened, and, and there's no punishment in a way or making right in a way legally, and I stay in my position, I now pick up what we call a victim mentality. And let me tell you this, the church has been sitting there for a long time. The Lord's been dealing with me the last couple of weeks. He says, you're going to have to shift something, son. Because where we're going to, you're going to have to get off that victim seat. And you're going to come and believe me, for whatever wrong has gone wrong, I am a God, I am Jehovah Gamola. And I'm going to fix this thing for where we're going to. And everybody said, Amen. Please, no matter what you've been through, you know, whatever sin it is, if you confess your sin, it's faithful just to forgive you. I mean, if lightning is coming, you know, there's a lightning rod that receives the lightning. That was the cross. Anybody's not, not made peace with the cross, the lightning hits them. Are you with me? So you don't have to have any anxiety because we're not speaking about you. And if there's anything that you've done tonight, you're going to confess it. And it's going to go because 2020, you're not taking this into 2022. So Hebrews chapter 10 verse 30, I know it's a bit of a teaching. We're going to get into some prophesying and we're going to help some people tonight. For we know him who said, vengeance is mine, I will repay says the Lord. And again, the Lord will judge His people. Now, please hear me. Vengeance is not revenge. There are some messages that some people are not ready for. Because when babies hear about the word vengeance, it's like just, you know, God's out to punish people. No, no, no. No, no. Vengeance is not revenge. You did me. Uh, you know, we grew up with that. I'm going to hit you back. It's called revenge. But vengeance is, is not revenge. It's not a carnal way of responding to something that was done wrong to you. Vengeance, when God speaks about vengeance, God, it's, it's out of a place of love that is trying to rectify things and put things straight. Because it's not going to, you, you can't leave it. If it be in the earth or it be in heaven one day, you must give an account for whatever you've done in your body. You have to go before a righteous judge. Now, this message is not for babies. I said to you, so the mature. Because you can't respond with your carnality or some reaction and say, well, God's going to punish you because of... That's not what it is. Because vengeance is not revenge. Let's keep going a little deeper. If there's anything concerning the cause of Zion, so you say yes to the call of God. I say yes to the call of God. I'm taking my family with me. And my children are maybe lagging behind or not serving God the way they should. That's not even them. Your fight, you must remember today, is not against flesh and blood. We are not dealing with babies and carnality. We are dealing with the spiritual law that if I'm going to go to the courts of heaven, I'm going to present my case before the Lord and I'm going to deal with things righteously based upon what's in the book. 
You don't cry with the lawyers. And the lawyers say, oh, shame. But judge, she's crying. <laughs> so what's her case? Yeah, but you can see how she's crying, judge. He says, well, then just give her more tissues. But what is her case? Because if you want God to rule over your home and your situation, whether it be financially, health in your body, whatever the devil has tempted you with and caused you to trip up, you need to remember our fight's not against flesh and blood. There is a devil behind every kind of mess in your life. And God's got a way of punishing this devil. And it's going to happen in 2022. You've got to hear me. Someone's going to hear me tonight. You've been through so much hell and high water. The devil put you under pressure. Then you went back to drinking and you said, God, I can't help it. And then you tripped over again. And then you felt like you need to get up. And then the devil kept on messing with you. Your time, your health, your money, your marriage, your walk with God. The devil, I'm telling you, the Lord punished this devil in 2022. The God of recompense is coming. I know you, it, you, you, like, you feel bad because like, you know, it was you. But there's a devil behind the temptation. Your fight's not against flesh and blood. That's the reason why when you come into the kingdom of God, if you want the righteousness of God to prevail, if you want the courts of heaven to prevail, you must forgive people quickly. You can't hold offense. Because you don't, you, if you do, you go to your natural courts and you say, you offended me, I'm taking you to court. That's fine. That's one level. But if you go before a righteous judge, he says, go and make righteous, forgive them first. So anything that is stopping Zion from coming into their destiny, anything, anything that's harassing us, whether it be money people in our way, whatever, this time we're calling on Jehovah Gamola. And we are going to Elohim, our God who is judge. And we're going to present our case before Him. Because there's no way we can stand still and stagnate and not become what God has called us to be. There can't be any entity in the, in the earth that can stop us. Not one. So this is the reason why vengeance must be preached. It is this message for the matured. So as you grow up now, you're going to begin, you're going to leave here. And I'm glad there's not, you know, just jumping up and down and getting all emotional. I want us to go past this. I want us to present our case before the Lord. Psalms 82 and verse 3. God stands in the congregation. Here's the heart of God. Here's how God feels of what's happening in the earth. God stands in the congregation of the mighty. Say, that's me. He judges amongst the gods. Verse 2 says, how long? Now he's speaking to you. This is God speaking to you. How long will you judge unjustly? Shouldn't you have a different view about life, about people, about the, what's going on in this world? And, and show partiality to the wicked. Defend the poor. Here's what you were supposed to be doing. And fatherless. And do justice to the afflicted 
and the needy. How's the church sitting back? Because we've not had this message preached on justice and vengeance. We're holding back and not thinking that God's not interested in somebody who's oppressed. The Bible was clear. Listen to what he says. Go back to verse 3. Defend the poor and the fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and the needy. Any place where you're finding people oppressed and the world's oppressing them, how can the church be sitting back and not deal with it? And not pray some, some violent prayers? He says, deliver the poor and needy. You are supposed to deliver them. Deliver the poor and needy. Free them from the hand of the wicked. Free them. That's the work of the church. That's the work of the congregation of the mighty. That God is standing in the midst of us today because He says this is who you are. They do not know, nor do they understand. They walk about in darkness. He says all the foundations of the earth are unstable. Every one of them. I said, it's God speaking to you. You are God's. Not big G, little G. You come from God. You have authority. You are seated with Christ. I set you up. He says, I said you are God's and all of you are children of the Most High. But listen to what he says. But you shall die like mere men. And fall like one of the princes. Because you don't know who you are, you don't know your responsibility. You don't realize that there's this God called Jehovah Gamola. That he's called Elohim. And that you were supposed to be ruling with him. And then he says, arise, O God, judge the earth, for you shall inherit the nations. Listen to Isaiah 1 verse 17. I'm just laying foundation. Before we prophesy over this thing, because there are certain things that, have, that has hindered you. For the banks to harass you and the creditors to come looking, I'm telling you there's a way out. I am telling you that there is a God who's going to make a way of escape. You're going to learn to do good in 2022. You're going to seek justice. You're going to rebuke the oppressor. You're going to defend the fatherless and you're going to plead for the widow. How many fathers have we lost already in the environment? The widows, so many widows. You were supposed to be standing right there. Now when you take that posture and that position, you come onto God's side. Is there anybody on the Lord's side tonight? Come on, online. Is there anybody going to come onto the Lord's side? Because we are going to walk with an anointing that's going to walk into a place and we're going to go to the courts of heaven and say, Father, fix the situation. And we're calling all of the angels to come and judge the situation. Plead for the widow. So vengeance is the judgment of God for those who won't let you go. Any system, financial bondage, anybody that's putting under slavery, putting, you, you, listen, when Jesus took the coin and he said, when they asked him about taxes, he says, so what side of the, you know, whose face is on there? He says, no, it's Caesar's face. He says, well, then give to God what is God's and give to Caesar what is Caesar's. What was Jesus saying? He says, the finances can go to, 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 to Caesar, but me, 
I don't come from Caesar. I come from the Lord. You were supposed to go and give that back to the Lord. Your whole life must go back to Him. They don't own you. Ooh, you're quiet. This world doesn't own you. Are you hearing me today? Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Nobody controls your mind. Nobody controls your body. Nobody controls where you eat. Nobody controls where you sleep. Because God's passing judgment on anything that is stopping you from becoming what He created you to be. Not only will God judge them because He's Elohim, but God is going to bring recompense. What is recompense? It is the compensation for what has been done to you. God will make them pay for what they've done to you. Do you understand how, how God deals with stuff like this? That even to your reputation, Dr. Winston said this. He says, the Lord gave him word. Even if they put something terrible about you on social media, God will either make them take it out or they're going to pay. You're either going to remove my name from your rubbish that you're speaking about me or you're going to pay. This is the warning about 2022. You can't write rubbish about me anymore and think it's going to stay. You're going to take my name off from your lips and God's going to restore honor because wherever somebody's brought shame to your name, I am telling you today, you need to clap your hands because you are a child of a living God. If you blacklisted me, God will deal with it. If you've spoken ill about me, God's going to deal with it. If you've gone and, and, and put out my reputation and said rubbish about me, God's going to make the people take it off because you have not met yet the God called Jehovah Gamola. And the church has not preached vengeance because they were too immature because they think it was just revenge. It's not revenge. Is that God's got an agenda in Zion. There's a cause in Zion and the church must be moving forward. And if, there are anything, if there's anything that's stopping us, God must deal with it. Is there anybody on the Lord's side tonight? Luke 21, 22. For these are the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. Do you really think that God's going to just sit back and let the world have their way and Him not fulfill the assignment for why He sent us and called us? Let me give you one story of the many. We're going to have to go through that this year and we're going to speak about some things at the beginning of the year. Genesis chapter 20, verse 1. Have a look at this. So we speak about this beautiful woman called Sarah. At her age, Abraham journeyed from there to the south and dealt and dwelt between Kadesh and Shur and stayed in Gerar. Now Abraham said of, of Sarah, his wife, she is my sister. So the king says, hey man, this beautiful woman, like, you know, Pastor Z, she's my sister. And Abimelech, king of Gerar, Sent into Sarah. What? God's got a prophetic agenda with Abraham. He called Abraham out. He's telling Abraham, we're going somewhere, and I'm going to do something through your wife, through your family. And this man decides to touch their name. But God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, in dead you are a dead man. 
because of the woman whom you've taken, for she's a man's wife. Abimelech had not come near her, and he said, Lord, will you slay a righteous nation also? Did he not say to me, she's my sister? And she even, she herself said, he's my brother. In the integrity of my heart and innocence of my hands, I have done this. I mean, he lied. You've never seen grace operate. Remember that Moses never came there. This was all Abraham operating under grace. <laughs> and God said to him in a dream, Yes, I know you did this in the integrity of your heart, for I also withheld you from sinning against me, therefore I did not let you touch her. Now therefore, restore the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you, and you shall live. I'm not even listening to your prayer. Yeah, but he made the mistake. No, he's the righteousness of God. And I am busy with a prophetic agenda. And what who's going to show up now is Jehovah Gamola. And I'm going to teach you that I am Elohim. I can judge this thing. And I am telling you, I have got a prophetic agenda in the earth. And this family has been called by me to do what I call them to do. Now, if you mess with them, you're messing with me. Because I am Elohim. Is anybody going to praise the Lord? He says, and even if you pray, I'm not even listening to you. He's the righteousness of God. He says, but if you do not restore her, know that you're going to die. Surely you're going to die. You and all who are yours, not just you. Why? Because when the kingdom is working, and anything happens in the environment that is affecting the way the kingdom is going to move forward. You're messing with the wrong family. Shout. They're messing with the wrong family. Come on, somebody. They're messing with the wrong family. You can't speak about my name. You can't touch my family. You can't come and touch my money. You can't touch my body. You can't put COVID on me and think the heavens are going to pay back. Devil, you're going to pay back. So Abimelech rose early in the morning, called all his servants and told all these things in their hearing, and the men were very much afraid. When you come into this new season of Jehovah Gomola and Elohim, people are going to be afraid to even look at you. And this is not the fast guns. It's worse. Let me go. Abimelech called Abraham and said to him, What have you done? How have I offended you that you have brought on me and, my, and on my kingdom a great sin? Let's pick up verse 14. I want to show you something. What you found out there from verse 1 to 10, you found the God called Elohim. He's a righteous judge. He's judging and bringing vengeance based upon the fact that if you touch this woman, you see it is affected. So I've got to start all over again with someone else. Then Abimelech, you go from the God of whose Elohim was judge, you go into the God of recompense. 
Jehovah Gamola. Then Abimelech took sheep. Someone's going to get excited. Oxen and male and female servants and gave them to Abraham and he restored Sarah, his wife, to him. Are you listening to Jehovah Gamola? The God of recompense. That means anything you put me through, you're going to have to pay. I know our fight's not against flesh and blood. I'm not looking at anybody's face. I'm dealing with the fact that you are, you need to know that you, our fight's not against flesh and blood. But the devil knows when he's touched your home, when he's, he, he, listen to me, if you had to take a week off and not get paid, there's a payout. If you sat in front of a screen and had zoom in, zoom out the whole year, Affected your eyes, your, your sleep. It's, it's affected everything inside of you. Do you understand that there's a payout for that? You, 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 you're messing with the wrong family because when you come into the kingdom of God and you begin to understand that even if I bumped my toe and it was like, oh, that was stupid. No, I blame the devil for that. You're going to pay for the toe that I got. If I had to go and spend a cent at a chemist, at some pharmacy, I've wasted my money on your system. You're going to pay back. Somebody shout payback because you need to know from today we are serving the God of recompense anything you got a, you, 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 you were half asleep because you were tired and working and then you went to a pothole and then you got a puncture and now you can't put in a claim in the courts and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to a different court I, I'm not going to just claim I'm not going to get a new tire I'll get four brand new tires because there's treasures of darkness that the devil holds on to and the Bible says he must pay from his substance to take care of you. You can't mess with my family and you not pay. Abimelech took sheep, oxen, male and female servants and gave them to Abraham and he restored Sarah's wife to him. And Abimelech said, see my land is before you. Someone's going to get properties, not just one. You're going to get double for all the trouble you've been in, man. It's going to be paid in full. Can, can somebody believe the Lord tonight that this is the year of recompense? Can somebody begin to leave the Lord tonight that God can make right everything that has gone wrong? Everything that has affected you mentally. Everything that has affected you socially. God, can somebody believe God? And Abimelech said, see my land is before you. Dwell where it pleases you. Someone's coming into a season where people can't help but help you. They're coming to bless you. They're coming to take care of you because God's making sure there's a payout for all you've been through. Then to Sarah, he said, Behold, I've given your brother, <laughs> as my husband, a thousand pieces of silver. Indeed, this vindicates you before all who are with you and before everybody. Thus she was rebuked. So Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech, his wife and his female servants. Then they bore children. Listen to how dangerous it gets when you're dealing with Jehovah Gamola. For the Lord had closed up all the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. 
You can't touch the kingdom and your home not get affected. And your womb not get affected. You, you, you better shut up against the kingdom. I'm telling you today. Repent of anything that's got to do with the kingdom because Jehovah Gamola is showing up. Let's end. This is what the Lord gave me today. He says, the kingdom has become real for you from today. These are days of God's power operating in the earth. Ezekiel 33 verse 11. I'll give you the word as it, as it comes. Let me tell you about the book of Ezekiel chapter 33. He tells the prophet, the Lord says to him, if I tell you to warn the people and you don't and they die, their blood is on your hands. If I tell you to warn the people and you do and they don't obey and they die, there's no blood on your hands. You've got to warn the people of what's coming. Listen to me as your prophet. Jehovah Gamola is coming to show up. You want to be on the right side of God. You don't want to be sitting with your unrepentant, hard, unforgiving, wicked. You, you want to get onto God's side. Because things are going to happen in the earth. Listen to what he says in Ezekiel 33 verse 11. Say to them, as I love, says the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn, turn from your evil ways, for why should you die, O house of Israel? He's speaking to his own house. He's speaking to the people of God. He's saying what we're dealing with and where we're going to, you need to be on God's side. And even if you stumble and fall, run back, you know, if you're in a backslide, slide back to Jesus, man. <laughs> you, you, you have an assignment. And there's a purpose for your existence. And you need to complete your assignment. And if there's anything that is stopping you from going, any temptation, any, anything that's harassing you, it must be dealt with. Are you listening to me? If there's a boss that is standing in your way. So Pastor Ray McCauley had a piece of land and he needed permission from the people to make sure they can build a church. And one man came and stood before him and says, over my dead body will you build this church. Three months later, they buried him. Because you can't stand and think you can stop the kingdom from moving forward. You're messing with the wrong people. You are messing with the wrong people. You're, this message must go out everywhere. Because you're trying to warn the families and warn the, the, the friends and saying. Don't mess with these people. You can't stop it if, it's, if they're in the center of God's will. You can't because God's got a cause for Zion. God wants to make sure that you stay on the offensive. He wants you to keep moving forward because His kingdom is advancing and anyone harassing us is going to be dealt with.
Many, Proverbs 29 verse 26. I want you to hear me from today, please, church. Brothers and sisters. You're going to go before God with a different kind of attitude from today. You're not going to go in big man anymore. If you've asked once and they said no and they're harassing you, you're going to go to the courts of heaven. We're going to see prayers answered like never before. Why? Because your people have understanding. Is that camera still on, dude? The lights are flashing and some crazy stuff. You good? Many seek the ruler's favor, but justice for man comes from where? Comes from the Lord. Ecclesiastes 3 verse 16. And I saw something else under the sun. In the place of judgment, wickedness was there. In the place of justice, wickedness was there. I said to myself, God will bring into judgment both the righteous and the wicked, for there will be time, there will be a time for every activity. So here's your solution. People who have a victim mentality, please pay attention. They usually suffered through trauma or hard times. But they haven't developed a proper way to cope. They don't have tools. Like this happened to me. I can't tell anybody. I can't deal with it effectively. I don't know how to cope with it. As a result, they develop a negative view of life. Because they don't think anything is their fault, number one. And they have little or no sense of responsibility for their lives. It now becomes a victim seat. So the Lord spoke to me. He says, if you want to walk in what I have for you this next year, you're going to have to stay away from that victim seat. So know the difference between being a victim and having a victim mentality because something could have happened to you which was actually true. But I could develop a victim mentality that says, I can't do anything about it. It's not that we've not experienced the negative thing. It's that the negative thing has now turned you into a negative person. That's when you're developing what we call a victim mentality. mentality. Firstly, anyone with a victim mentality has a belief that this should never be happening to me or my family. It's like, not us. I mean, I'm Apostle Max. I looked at myself, I said, you better shut up, dude. Because I saw myself getting onto the seat and it then even strapping myself in. Buckling, buckling up for the journey ahead. The Lord said, that's not the seat of the kingdom. Secondly, a victim mentality says, nothing is my fault. Whatever's happened, I mean, you know, part of it is my responsibility. Whether I didn't pray properly or, or whatever it was, whatever's happened to me. I mean, life happens. Just don't get onto the victim seat. Thirdly, it says, I have little or no responsibility for what is happening in my life. You need to know, outside of Jesus, if you study scriptures, there was one man by the name of Joseph who went through all kinds of hell for 17 years. Only because he possessed a dream. 17-year-old boy, carrying a dream, goes through his brothers hating him, wanting to kill him, throwing him in a, in a pit, ending up in, in, in Potiphar's house, then being promoted because he's just diligent and he's faithful. And then this crazy woman comes after him and accuses him of rape. He ends up going to prison. 
He stays there for another two years and he is he's serving his gift, helping others into their destiny. And here comes, after two years, he's thinking, but God, don't you care? You don't hear once about this thing because when you listen to Joseph, the Bible says even in prison, he had his countenance was different. Because Joseph refused to develop a, a victim mentality. Refuse it. I say refuse it. In 2022, you need to get up every morning and say, today is a good day. Today, God's going to make a way for me. God's going to make a way for my family. Today is a good day. I take responsibility for my day. I take responsibility for my life. Father, I repent for poor decisions I've made, but I'm getting up every morning with a positive attitude. Come on. Where's 2022? I know that they said, you know, you must take a jab, and yeah, they fired you, and you know, I didn't want to do this, and, and woe is me. No, 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 no. That's a victim mentality. We're getting up from this place, and you wake up every single day because God can heal this body. Come on, somebody. God's got a new way for us to live. We're going to walk by faith and not by sight. Until 17 years later, here comes Jehovah Gamola. Joseph had no idea that by the next morning, he'd be standing before Pharaoh and become second in charge over the whole nation. Raises up the, the, the largest economy. Because Jehovah Gamola showed up. I'm prophesying that over somebody this tonight. That you're going to experience Jehovah Gamola and the payback like never before. You're going to experience the glory of God wherever you go. You're going to experience God's hand upon your life. You're not going to go and beg anybody anymore. You're not even in the midst of your mistake. You're not going to take, God's going to step in and make sure that His hand rests upon you to deal with any wickedness. If there's judgment required, it will happen in God's terms because vengeance is mine and He will repay. But I am telling you as a child of God tonight, won't you lift your hands and say, Father, you're the God of recompense. You are Jehovah Gamola, and I am going to receive payback for every wickedness that the enemies put me under. Me and my family, my marriage, my home, my money, blacklisting my name, everything. From tonight, I receive it, and let somebody shout a good amen. Joseph refused revenge because recompense is the payout for all the hell you've been through working for the kingdom of God. Now pay attention. Let me release what God gave me at 2 o'clock this morning. The Lord says, enter 2022 with humility. Make a conscious decision to walk humbly before your God in 2022. The brand new era you've entered into means life as we knew it and know it is not returning. The new terrain is laden with plenty of opportunities for advancement, but know today that the road ahead is treacherous. Joshua 3 verse 4 says, you've not passed this way before. You're going to need counsel. You're going to need guidance and wisdom that comes from above. This is an adventure, but there are toils and snares. Remain teachable and submitted to me and to those I've placed in authority over you. 
Again, I say to you today, according to Micah 6 and verse 8, He has shown you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justly, to act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. That's your word for for 2022. Hold on, I'm not done. Let your walk before me be one of humility. Come asking, knocking, and seeking your way through all that has been laid out before you. Know that I'm ready to pour out my wisdom for everyone who asks. It's new. It's new. It's new. There's a shift in my calendar. The new year and era is pregnant with possibilities, but not inevitabilities. It is conditional for you. The one condition to receive what I have for you is that you now remove yourself off from the victim seat. A victim is a person who has come to feel helpless and passive in the face of misfortune or ill treatment. But you are not helpless. You not only have help, you have hope. Make a decision to take up your bed and walk with me. Be done with every excuse for the lack of progress. Step into the new season, ready to build and to plant afresh and anew. But step in with the attitude that the world owes you nothing. No one owes you an apology. Forgive those who harmed you. Release everyone from any obligation or expectation. Set those free who never came to your aid when you needed them most. Now come to me. And place your expectation before me. My name is Jehovah Gamola. I am the God of recompense. I am the God of reward and payback. Move away from playing the victim and come boldly to my throne built on righteousness and justice. Present your case to me. I am the righteous judge and I will deliver a righteous judgment. I cannot lie. I have kept record of everything done to my people. I've witnessed the oppression. I've seen what the demonic system has done to you. I am coming and will deal with everything that has been harassing you. Vengeance is mine and I will repay. It is my desire to see you walk in righteousness, in right relationship with me and with man. As you act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly, let it be known that anyone or anything Disturbing your peace, impeding your progress, or harassing your life in any way will be dealt with decisively. More than that, expect my recompense and payout for all kinds of physical, emotional, mental, relational, or financial damages you've suffered under the hand of the oppressor. Where there was a defamation of your character and an assault on your family name, or where any altar was erected to bring shame and disgrace to your name will now be dismantled, and the world will know that the God of recompense has made it right. Receive the word that I am Jehovah Gamola. I am the God of recompense. The payout will be one of double honor. The payout will be financial, but it will also include new territory, ideas, and strategies, and lands.
The world will know that you are mine. The world will know that I have placed my coat of favor upon you and your household. The world will come to know and understand that that is my blessing placed upon you that is working for you and in you. Now lift up your head and walk expecting victory every day. Let me end. No more playing the victim because a victim believes they can never receive justice. But you have found the way of escape. You've discovered that I am the God of justice. Now come boldly and enter my courts to present your case. Righteousness and justice are the foundations of my throne. Now come. From today, you will find Jehovah Gomola, the God of recompense, working in your midst. Stand to your feet. Let's have the worship team. And let's begin to thank the Lord tonight for His Word. I, is anybody going to come in and say, Lord, I'm done with trying to seek revenge. I am looking to Jehovah Gomola, my recompense. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. There is a wave coming. All right. It is the wave of vengeance and recompense. Glory be to Jesus. Isaiah 35 and verse 4. Say to those, read with me. Say to those who are fearful hearted, be strong, do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. With the recompense of God, He will come and save you. Now clap your hands if you believe that word. Revelation 22 and verse 12. And behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give everyone according to his work. We're coming into a brand new season. I want you to prepare your heart and make it right before the Lord. Any form of arrogance and pride and whatever it was. Can you help us with these lights? I want us to worship a bit. I want us all just to make a moment with the Lord, even everybody online, that we can just make right with the Lord. We're stepping into a brand new season, a brand new day, a brand new era. We're going to see God on a whole nother level. Because you're in a year, the year of recompense is here. Father, we lift our hands. Woo. As a sign of surrender. There's nothing like your presence, Lord. All I want is to be with you. There's nothing like your presence, Lord. All I want is to be with you. There's nothing like 
your presence, Lord. All I want is to be with you. You, 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 you. Father, creating us a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within us, my God. Forgive us of our trespasses. As we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Father, you honor your word above your name. It's principle above every personality. I bring my home my life, the ministry, the sons and daughters, we come before you and we ask you, God, to forgive us every place where we pointed a finger, any place we were the, playing the victim, any place we walked in unforgiveness. We're asking for your cleansing tonight. We want your presence in our lives. May a fresh wave of the reverential fear of the Lord come upon us. We want to know you. We want to fulfill our destiny. We don't want to be the ones that's stopping you from moving. We know that there is an enemy that's trying to hinder us. But today, my God, we lift our hands as a sign of surrender. We look to you, my God, as the author, the developer, and the finisher of our faith. We thank you for the anointing your grace, your favor, your forgiveness. Thank you for the blood that cleanses us. Where we have failed, where we've blamed ourselves, where we acted the victim, where we said it's not possible. We lied against you, God, because all things are possible to those who believe. And we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We're waking up with a fresh attitude, a fresh mind, a fresh understanding that you are the God of recompense. You are the God of justice. Vengeance is yours. You will repay. We're coming into a new season of victory and success and no one and nothing will be able to impede our progress. Stop us from moving forward. Father, we get stop playing the blame game. We're coming to you and we're trusting in you that you can never mismanage our lives. We trust you tonight. We bless your holy name tonight. We give you all the praise tonight. I just need to take some time just to worship the Lord. 
from your own mouth, from your own lips, from your own heart. Everybody online, just worship the Lord. Thank the Lord for His goodness and His grace. Ask the Lord to do begin a, to shape a Genesis week from the chaos of your life and say, Lord, I need you more and more. I need your hand on my life. I need to walk every day, getting up, believing that today is a good day, that you, the God, will come back and pay back everything that you've been through, where there's been shame on your name, where you've been put out of your house, where you've been robbed and the enemy kept you under pressure. I am telling you, everything you've lost, it'll come back sevenfold in 2022. Is anybody going to believe that God's going to repair and God's going to restore all the years that the locust has eaten, that you'll experience peace and prosperity and victory in 2022. You are getting up from that bed, 38 years complaining, waiting for a man, no man. The water stirs, it's a new season. Come on, I gotta believe God that Jesus is my very present help in time of need. I'm getting up from this bed. I'm getting up from this place. I'm going to rise up. I'm going to become what God has called me to be. I'm not waiting for a man. Let every single woman say that. I'm not waiting for a man. I'm getting up and I'm going with God. I'm going to become what God has called me to be. I'm breaking out from that company. Thank you for firing me. Thank you for letting me go. Thank you for taking that house. I'm going to get a brand new house with no stress, with no fear. You blacklisted me. You will come back and you'll come ask for my investments because God's going to make right everything that has gone wrong. We have the devil stole. God's going to repay. Come on. I need this church to believe the Lord tonight. under so much pressure you cannot oppress them where they can't eat mess with their marriages mess with their health mess with their minds and God not come and give a payback 
Are you a believer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hear me today. We don't have everything God has got for us. We only have that which you received. Can you receive the fact that He is Jehovah Gamola? Somebody be bold enough to shout payback. Be bold enough to shout payback. Come on, somebody. Be bold enough to hit those drums and say, let's pay back. There's got to be a payback. There's got to be a payback for all the hell you put us through. Come on, somebody online, shout payback. There's got to be a payout for all the hell you put us through. No court on this earth will give us that. We've gone to a righteous judge presenting our case. You see, Quentin, if you've lost your house, son, let me deal with me. You'll catch it. I went before the courts of heaven. My grandfather was a drunk. Now your fight's not against flesh and blood. Are you with me? Can, you, can, we, can we speak to the mature? The fact that he's drunk and he's crazy, there's a devil behind it. You get my point? My grandmother dies, and in our family, there's plenty land. My mom is a little, she's, she's young, but she's got to deal with the estate. He goes to her as the father and say, you need to sign on the dotted line here because we're getting money for this and we're going to be doing, and, and, and it's just, we just need your signature. And through that signature, she gave away lands that belong to my family. I don't blame him. I don't blame my mom. I took my case to a righteous judge. There's no court on earth that can help me with this case. Now, Father, now that I'm saved and I'm washed in the blood, I have a blood-bought right to claim back the lands that belong to my family. I don't care if it was your mistake or if it was someone else's mistake. You have got a blood-bought right to claim back any mental, financial, lands, whatever damage, even against your name. And when I went before the courts, I said, I need the property. You're going to point me to the property that belongs to us. You standing on this property. Now, now don't get mad at me. Because we're not done yet. We're going to get double for all our trouble. I've already got my eye on the, the property next door. Give you scripture. Isaiah chapter 61, please. Seven. Isaiah 61, verse 7. You're going to read with me because I need somebody to get faith, to grab a hold of it and say, actually, this stuff it belongs to my family. Listen to me. If you got an inferior education, don't know how to handle finances, whose fault is that? 
yours can't be if group areas act put you outside of the circle because of the color of your skin whose fault is that there's a devil behind it you can even claim it back right now mentally and say you're going to fix my mind and you're going to pay me out for all the mental damage I've been through you left me in the cuss all this time just saying read with me instead of your shame you shall have double honor and instead of confusion they shall rejoice in their portion therefore in their land they shall possess double everlasting joy shall be theirs now somebody shout I believe I receive it 2022 come on believe it that you're stepping out of rental your days of them harassing you for bonds and payments and why you're stepping out into a new season because you know Jehovah Gomola receive it from above double honor for all the hell you've been through you take this word instead of shame there'll be double honor and if there's any organization any company any person that's standing in our way for 2022 you are judged by Elohim you are judged by Elohim for trying to pervert justice father we thank you your grace covering your church your people and all our mistakes we've chosen Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior and we are covered in the blood we are forgiven of our sin we are not victims we've taken responsibility the mistakes we've made from today can you just repent for the mistakes of 2022 come on 2021 can you repent and say father forgive me for even acting the victim for blaming other people blaming my education my parents my wife my husband my children can we just come before God no more playing the victim no more playing the blame game father we just thank you for your mercy and your grace upon us now thank you for your mercy and your grace in Jesus name for anybody that doesn't know Jesus Christ listen to me tonight you must be born again the prophet did tell you something's coming it's treacherous but you don't have to be in the way of the trouble it will divert your home and your family because from tonight you're going to make right with the Lord. You're repenting, everybody online. If you know you need to make right with the Lord, you must be born again. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. They're not stopping their agenda. You're going to have to take a different route. You're going to have to follow God. You're going to have to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior so He can teach you, guide you, give you wisdom every single step of the way you must be born again otherwise you cannot see the kingdom this is how you do it you believe in your heart you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and you are saved he's basically saying Jesus come into my heart I believe I'm a sinner 
Give me a brand new start. Let me live for you. That from today, I can be washed in your blood, have a brand new start, and live for you. Thank you for making me the righteousness of God so I can live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. And so that's for anybody that doesn't know Jesus. That's how you get born again. That's how simple it is. And the judgment that's supposed to fall on the earth and touch anybody else doesn't touch your home. Why? You're the righteousness of God. You're representing the kingdom. Amen. And so for anybody that needs to, and if you need to speak to me after as we can, but I feel we need to pray for some people still. That, yet, that man that came forward for prayer, where are you, sir? Come. There's no way you can leave here. And I don't know what you've been through this year. With your family and your home. Father, I pray. I pray, I pray for recompense. That there be a payback for all the hell he's been through. Now be healed, even in your body. Delivered from everything wicked and perverse. Receive healing. In Jesus' name. Everybody said amen, right? Amen. We're going to have communion together as a family. Let's come up. Let's have communion as a family. Let's take a moment. Who's received Jehovah Gamola in their home tonight? As a born-again believer, this should make you so happy. This should make you so happy. Glory be to Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. Amen. I think it's 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 23 it is. Please receive God's forgiveness, man. He's ready to forgive you and give you another chance. You want to be on the right side of with, with the Lord. You want to be humbling yourself, forgiving people, receiving forgiveness. Because in 2022, you're going to go AWOL. You know what it means in the world's terms? Absent without leave. You've got AWOL for, in the kingdom. You're going AWOL. Bible says, Micah 6, 8, act justly. Walk humbly and love mercy. Amen. That's a wall for us. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take eat. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. For anybody that feels fearful about maybe, th you know, you made a mistake or, you know, the jab, whatever it is. Today you're going back into the place of trusting the Lord for your health. In every area of your life, mentally, in your, deep within your soul, physically, whatever. You receive from His body your healing, your trusting in the Lord, receive.
In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Receive. Father, we just come to you in the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you for this prophetic word that has been released tonight. That the year 2022 is the year of recompense. I decree right now that every son and daughter that has challenged, that has had a mountain stand before them, will now possess that mountain in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare that they are debt-free in the name of Jesus. Every shame and every accusation of the enemy will now be turned back on them in the name of Je Jesus. I thank you today, Father God, that families will arise with unity, that they will see the salvation of the Lord come to them. They will experience reconciliation. They will experience deliverance. They will experience restoration of everything that was lost. Every time, every mind, everything that I have suffered by God. They will now be restored to full health. Full in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare right now that they will lack for no good thing. Everything now be turned around for them. And they will receive, Father God, the blessing of the Lord operating in and through their lives in the name of Jesus. Come on, son and daughter, you got a decree right now that whatever you were challenged with, whatever had power over you, well, now you will have power over that thing. Every addiction right now, you'll be able to resist in the name of Jesus. If you've had a challenge in your body, I decree and declare right now, healing is your portion. You're able to resist the enemy. You are seated with Christ in heavenly places. No longer are you a victim. You have taken and uplifted yourself from that victim seat and you are now seated with Christ in heavenly places. You have dominion over your circumstance. You need to be bold and courageous in 2022. You will stand still and you will see the salvation of the Lord in every area of your life. You gotta believe that you are victorious and you have overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony that God is a God of recompense. Come on, you got to believe right now that 2022 is your payday. Come on, say, it is my payday. Everything that I have suffered, everything now is turned around in my favor. In the name of Jesus, you got to be bold and courageous and you got to stand and believe that the word of God is working mightily in your midst. You will not add to it and you will not take away from the word. God says, only speak my word and you will see the power of God manifest in your situation in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, give God a shout and a praise. Amen. Glory. Glory. So hear me. 
When you have a baby, brand new baby, your responsibility is to name it. I never had a name for many months. My hair became long, still into the clinics. They would say, let's just call him Mark. Because what is his name? My mom would say, no, my, my, his dad is waiting. My dad had another encounter with an angel and said, his name will be called Maxwell Benjamin. And until then, they just named whatever. God brought animals to Adam. And whatever Adam named it, that's what it was. If God has brought you to 2022, you're 45 minutes away. Your responsibility is to name it. Because if you don't, the enemy will name it for you. You're not allowed to let the enemy just name it whatever and say whatever. People are mocking and saying, no, you know, people can come and say 22, you know, um, is, is double, you know, double, double. You call it whatever you want to call it. Look, look, we, we, we said it's the year of recompense. I see God's face because I need to know what do I call my year. And so the whole year we will receive 365 days off. Somebody shout recompense. Somebody shout payback. Say payday is every day. When God brings you to a new day, you call it. God he brings you to a new week, you call it. God brings you to a new year. Somebody shout payday. Something has happened in the atmosphere. Because the church has announced it. Everybody online, you got to call it. That's why the scripture says, you call those things that be not as though they are. We are not waiting for the 1st of January to decide what the world will give us. What we will bring. No, no, no. We've announced it in the heavenlies. And we've commanded our day. We've commanded the new season. You're going to find a payout everywhere you go. They're going to rule in your favor every single day. You're going to find lands. You're going to have strategies. You're going to find possessions. You're going to go debt free. You're not going to have one car. You're going to have two cars. You're not going to have one house. It'll be double for all your trouble. It's been announced in the heavenlies. You're going to walk with this word. We are trapped in a word world. And whatever you say, that's what you're going to live under. Now live under the word called recompense. Somebody say recompense. Somebody say payday. Somebody announce it in the heavenlies. Come on. Here's one more. The Lord said to me, now you do it, don't do it, it's fine. He said to me, write down 22 things for 22. Mark them 20, 22 things and frame the world you want to see in 2022. 
from babies, grandchildren, house, whatever. So I'm starting with my list and I'm down to, you know, I've got a couple of things I put on there. And one of the things that I did was I got, I've got three books. And I'm not saying do three books. I mark each book as a separate book item on my list. Why? Because the picture that you have in front of you is going to have power over you. So you now have to write the vision down and make it plain. So you must go home now and you need to frame the world you're going to live in under 2022. You're going to write down the 22 things you want to see manifest in your life. But you're going to make it plain. Not I want a lounge suite or just, you know, just want the what? Get the picture. Tell me what it is. Or share it with somebody. You need to know exactly what it is. Here's the thing for me. I sit the morning, I'm sitting around the pool, and I'm writing. And the first thing I said, like, okay, the books I need to put out. And I put them down and a couple other things. And Pastor Marlon calls me up. He says, hey, Dr. Max, come speak to me about this thing on leadership and, you know, authority and blah, blah, blah. And we're having this quick conversation. He says, you know what? I found something. I now am recording just an hour session on, on, on leadership and authority on YouTube. We're making it private. And YouTube converts it so you actually have a whole chapter for your book. I'm like, you mean to tell me I write it out? I'm still thinking, God, you need to send me any help. Send me all the help. Two hours later, I have the answer of what to do with my books. I want you to hear me tonight. I don't understand it. Scripture says, write the vision down. Not speak. You need to go and sit and write the vision down. Make it plain. Make it plain. Find the 22 things you want to see in 2022. Everybody online? And go and write them down and then go and share them with a friend. And say this the Bible says you need to frame your world. We know that the worlds were framed by the Word of God. You can take 22 things you want to see and write them down. You'll come back with testimony after testimony after testimony of what God has done. I've given you the Word. The Lord says, tell the people to write it down. And I will work. Give God something to work with this year. What do you want to see? What do you want to see? A new house? A new wardrobe? Some of you need a new wardrobe. Well, it's on my list. Sorry. Maybe not yours. I, I need a new wardrobe. But whatever it is, write the vision down and make it plain. We want to pray for you. But I want you to sow a seed. That you're going to sow into the world you want to create. I want you to sow into the seed and believe that there is not any man in 2022 that will be able to stand before you. There is not one case you will lose. There is not one thing that the enemies arrest you with that will not be restored and set straight. Can you sow into that? Father, 
we trust you. We depend upon you. We look to you, everybody online. Thank you that we can sow into this word. We believe in you for recompense. We believe that we will find payday every day for 365 days in 2022. Father, bless your people in their giving. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Heavens are telling, telling the earth how great you are. We are responding to your love. The oceans are rising, rising and falling. At your word, word, we are responding to your love. My God, how great you are, how great, how great you are, my God, how great. Father, we release you tonight. Listen to me. As you're traveling home, we've started something. There's a fresh word spoken over you. And this word cannot return void. It must accomplish that for which has been purposed. It's been spoken over your family and over your home. It's a season of payback from anything that you've been harassed with. You're in a brand new season of blessing and increase. Now we plead the blood of Jesus over you. So from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, you're experiencing the favor of God wherever you go. 2022 has been commanded to be kind to you. There'll be kind innkeepers all around you. There'll be new avenues of resource. People that will come and bless you. People that owe you money that couldn't pay you before, they're coming to pay you. They're coming to, you'll find new contracts, new doors open to you of opportunity, new fresh strategies coming upon you and your household. I bless you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Remember that you are the righteousness of God and anything harassing you must be removed. Anything that is disturbing your peace will be uprooted. The anointing is the burden removing, yoke destroying power of God. It is operating in your life right now. You have been, you've been sentenced to success in 2022 and you will always walk in victory all the days of your life you are an overcomer thanks be unto god who always causes you to triumph all the days of your life 
you are loved you are protected you've got angels going before you you are preserved and you are protected now receive that in Jesus mighty name God bless you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet there's no service tomorrow we will see you next Sunday because our time our time's up amen and amen but uh, no service in the morning you know that and so um, we continue to pray for you and of course as next Sunday we preach the Monday our fast starts we'll share with all of that um, God's gonna do a brand new work um, I know I'm the one that needs to lose a couple of kilos for you know in the fast so it always the benefits are, are plenty amen but you are highly favored of the Lord it's a bit strange to dismiss the service now. I mean, it's, there's no curfew, but we're going to release you. You're going to go rejoicing with your family and trusting God that 2022, the best year so far yet. Amen. God bless you. Let's go rejoicing. Amen.